You're listening to It Came From Gen X. Hey everybody, welcome to It Came From Gen X. I am your host, Keith Porter, along with Brian Fisher. We are better known as Porter House and The Fish. And we are here today to take you through a little bit of ride through the eyes of Gen Xers. And we are missing one today, our compadre. Skinner, a.k.a. Skinbone, is not here with us. Been a little mm-hmm. bit under the weather, but we wish him well. And we are going to uh, do our best to do him proud. I'm sure he'll be back with us next week. What's happening, Fish? Hey, man, how are you? See, I think Skinner, he said outside, he said, uh, for a Nick Cage uh, drive-in movie marathon. You, he's he going to start already, right? <laughs> yep. So <laughs> It wasn't me, it was, Skinner. But <laughs> the face-off, uh, you know, con air. Yeah. yeah, all the treasure ch- uh, hunt movies and stuff. You know, whatever. Yeah, he feels like peeling his face off. He didn't get any sleep last night. He told me so. Mm, that's uh, tough. Give me your prayers, and uh, we wish him well. But we're going to toe the line tonight. We got some really good stuff, yep. man. I mean, in and pre-show, we got some really, really cool topics. I'm excited about getting to. So I don't want to waste any time. I know you had a great weekend. Did. I had a quiet weekend. Let's get this thing started. Show them where you can find the show. All right. You might be listening to us on demand where you listen to podcasts. We can be found on many major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. So wherever you listen to podcasts, simply search the It Came From Gen X podcast. Give us a follow or subscribe however the app works and as we publish new episodes weekly they'll pop in your podcast feed and you can listen to us free of charge whenever you want to on the go you're doing some uh, physical you know jazzercise whatever the heck you're doing you can listen to us uh, right there that's right i think it is i don't know uh you might be watching us on youtube or the wonderful boss code network TV network. So yeah. basically, find the Boss Code Media Network app on your smart uh, TV device or your portable device and uh, subscribe. And you can find us there on our very own channel, along with uh, many other creative folks out there musicians, artists, comedians, uh, chefs, etc. And uh, we are there. Also, some other podcast, Convincing Idiots, is on there as well with Dean and Nick. So, yeah, go check us out there. Uh, links to our social media where you can listen to us, find us, all that good stuff in two main places. The Linktree account. Just look Linktree. Uh, Google Linktree. It came from Gen X. It's simply a page with links to our social media where you can find us, all that good stuff. Very simple. And our website, if you go to one place, go to the website, it came from Gen X, one word, dot WordPress, one word, dot com. All show information is there, links to promos, episodes, videos, bios. And if you choose to sponsor the show, go check out patreon.com slash it came from Gen X by Skinner some Dayquil or something like that with a small donation, something along that line. And uh, we appreciate your support. Best thing you can do, though, is uh, share, subscribe, follow, tell a friend. That's how we grow. And uh, we yeah, reach out to uh, us, please. Yeah, reach out. To, yeah, absolutely. Find us your emails out there on a, on, on a social media I love stuff. That. I love from, from our viewers. 
Absolutely. It came from Gen, it came from Gen X uh, 330 at uh, gmail.com. You can comment on the Facebook page, other social media. And I promise you from we'll you out respond. There. Yeah, absolutely. Guarantee you will respond. Great. Absolutely. And, and, you know, speaking of, of, of talented people, you're mm-hmm. listening to us or watching us because of some very, very talented people. Uh, and first and foremost, uh, Michael Skinner Jr. Um, yes. Just reeks of, of talent. Uh, he reminds me of myself. Uh, just not as good looking, and uh, we want to thank him. Um, he reeks of something, that's for sure. <laughs> he reeks <Yep>. of something. <laughs> man, okay. So we want to yeah. thank Junior, man, for just making it all happen. And, of course, uh, Desmond Jackson uh, Jr., man, a.k.a. Des the Reason, mm-hmm. a high talented individual, visionary dreamer. We want to thank him uh, for bringing us into the Boss Code family. That just feels good to say so. Yes, sir. Uh, let's get this thing going. Let's, let's, let's handle Skinner's World News, my brother. Yes, indeed. So one of the big world news items right now, and we're shooting this on uh, Tuesday, September the 27th, uh, Hurricane Ian is uh, presently pounding the Florida region. So high winds, it's now a Category 3. Storms winds rose to 120 miles per hour. A lot of rain and flooding. Uh, the we saw the uh, from a sports perspective, the Buccaneers at Tampa Bay had to move to Miami mm-hmm. uh, to play for their games and practice, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm not really seeing any deaths, which is a good news there, but certainly people are being displaced and uh, a lot happening down there with the hurricane. So hopefully everybody stays safe and they get through the uh, this tough period down there. But guys talking kind of off camera a little bit to where, you know, we're seeing more and more of these tropical storms hit harder and harder and harder across the world, frankly, not just the United States. And also just, uh, you know, the, with the constant uh, climate changing. Now, you know, you could argue whatever you want to as far as climate change. You know, we all have our own opinions and everything, but the fact remains that things are changing, whether it's natural or, you know, accelerated by uh, emissions, you know, greenhouse emissions and all that kind of stuff. That's what I believe, but that's, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, you know, out west, we're seeing more and more heat waves, very extreme heat. We're seeing drought uh, in western United States and also across uh, the globe. Uh, but the U.S., I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, there, some folks are having harder time just getting water in, you know, you know, Vegas area and California. I mean, they may have to do some type of um, you know, just shortages of like allowances. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to yeah. say with water to keep the water supply up and that type of deal. So, anyway, just as kids thinking that there might be parts of our own country that might be someday uninhabitable, really just didn't seem like that was even something that would be real. But now, as we see this type of thing, you know, and maybe not even our lifetime. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, well, certainly in our lifetime, it'll be harder and harder to live in some of the parts of the country. So do you think hey, there's a time that there could be parts of our own country that might be, whether it be uninhabitable or at the least very uncomfortable for people to try to live there and folks to start to have more of a mass exodus out of some of these regions and move more up north? Now, we're in Northeast Ohio, as, as as you know, if you listen to the show at all. But, you know, we don't really have this type of problem here. We're very fortunate in this part of the right. country to where we don't right. really have extreme weather. 
We have the different seasons. There's no shortage of water and different things around here. So we're very lucky in that respect. But, uh, you know, there could be uh, increasing populations in, in parts of the country like ours to where people are just trying to get to a more comfortable environment. So so what do you think about all this? Is it, is it foreseeable that it might be a time, Keith, that well, people when, can't when live? Well, when you asked, asked this question in, in production, I was like, wow, that is that is really interesting question. I had never thought about it before. Um, the first thing I just want to say, and I just have to mention this, what hit me uh, when you read the story in the beginning was, from a sports perspective, the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. it's just mind-blowing to see the dichotomy of what a sports team, a million-dollar sports team can do, or billion-dollar sports team can do, mm. well, versus an average person. Good point. Well, we'll just move away. Just fly away, move away. Yep. Um, I don't know if they realize how blessed they are to be part of something like that, where you could just up yep. and go. Money to be made if you play yeah, the game. Money. Yep. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. So on with your question. You know, I, I don't think so. Um, I know we have some extreme things going on in parts of the world. I don't ever want to take where we live for granted. I don't ever want to think that that's where it is everywhere. We are very blessed. We had this conversation weeks ago uh, mm-hmm. on the show about, hey, you know what? At this stage in the game, I'm not moving anywhere. I'm, I'm happy right here. I'll visit. Great. I'll go stay somewhere. But I'm going to live right here, northeast Ohio, Akron to be more specific, because mm-hmm. we don't have to deal with a lot of that stuff. But I, I think when you talk about uninhabitable, I think of planets. We've got planets that are uninhabitable because of extreme conditions. And some of those we are, you know, tinkering with. So I think we might have a situation where on a domestic level, you might have some issues. But I think man will always find a way to, I mean, the narrative might change how you live there. You know, yeah, okay. Yeah. Completely. You know, this if you're going to live there, this is how you have to live. You know, yeah, okay. Certain, okay. certain environments and something like that. But I don't think it'll ever be like just can't live here at all. The only thing that scares me when I think of something about like that is biological terrorism. You know, that's yeah. what scares me the most. You know, we had the whole COVID thing and it felt like the whole world shut down. You know, yeah. I, that that was a feeling I don't think anybody ever wants to feel again. So No. I think we'll always be able to, to find a way to, to make it happen. Um, there might have to be an evacuation of a place for for a while, but I think we'll always be able to, to live somewhere. Okay, so you think that at the very least, there could be parts of the country to where, like you say, to, to you have to adapt to that region or whatever the heck it is, whether sure. it be I mean, you have to plan the, for more the, disaster or whatever. Yeah, look at the, the uh, is it, I don't want to say eco-terrorists, uh, I can't think of what I'm thinking of, but the people who go underground and live, you know, they, they build these uh, uh, environments to live underground for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Underwater, we have environments where people are living and habitating and doing different things or working or whatever. You know, caves, all these different things are going on. So I think that would happen up here, too. I don't know a place where that is so bad that there's just no way to even operate in, you know, even if heat water or whatever hurricanes would be a different story yeah right yeah there may need to be some other technology for 
water, whether it be water recycling mm-hmm. or to be able to, you know, push water out, you know, somehow farther distances or however they're going to do that. And you're right, just have the more of the planning of disasters, that type of thing, with whether it be, you know, whatever, you know, reinforcing walls on the coastlines right. or yeah, you right. know, they had to do it in New Something Orleans like and different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have to rethink a lot of things. So, yeah, very interesting. But I, I do see that at the very least to where yeah, it's... Yeah, I do too. And I'm I mean, going to live on the... I hope we're yeah. both wrong. But, yeah. But certainly, wow. Yeah, very interesting. That's a really good question, man. Very, very interesting question. Something to ponder. But uh, certainly all of our prayers are down with, with the people uh, in Florida who Absolutely. are in the path of this hurricane. And uh, we hope we don't hear about any casualties. Uh, from yeah, save Tom Brady. Don't, don't, let, no, don't let anything happen to Tom Brady, for crying out loud. <laughs> he must be protected at all costs. Let's take government funds and get Tom Brady out, right? <laughs> That's right. God, that surprised me a little. Wouldn't surprise me a lick, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Tom Brady he bought us a Super Bowl. So, Does it, the first, my first question is, where is Tom Brady? Mm-hmm. Do we get him out of there? Get the get the, get that private jet down. Get him Second out of there. Second question: Did we get the governor out? <laughs> You're right, exactly. <laughs> we got we got a presidential race coming up here. We got I got to get the hell out of here. I mean, yeah, you guys, man. you, you just, uh, I'll, I'll I'll check in. Hold on a minute. We, we I'll check in move, down there. We got to move the Buccaneers first. We'll get back to you. Exactly. <laughs> they got the governor's mansion. Oh, Man. brother. Yeah. A lot of truth to that, though, brother. I tell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't like messing with our people that make us feel good. So, anyway. Yes. So, that's I guess right. that'd be a good way to segue into some sports, huh? Mm hmm. Okay. So, a couple good stories going on in sports. Um, I do have to acknowledge my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers took a beatdown from the Dreaded Cleveland Browns. I wanted to give uh, Skinner his props and and Junior. I'm going to give it to you too, my brother. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, We got beat. We got beat. Um, Score wasn't, you know, too too bad, and we know there was a late touchdown on the uh, last-ditch effort by the Steelers. But the overall game, well, the, the, the first half was awesome. It was as competitive as competitive can be. And I don't know what happened the second half. So congratulations When did you put the rookie in? No, we're not putting the rookie yet. Not yet. Not yet? Okay. No, the season? I hope not. Okay. I hope, I, right. you know, we'll see where we are at the end of the year if we're over 500, but now playoffs. Uh, but he may get a little bit of experience here. That'd be great. Other than okay. that, you know, it's, it's, no it's just not the right thing to do. Yeah, because if he doesn't do good, then you, you, what have you done to Trubisky's psyche? You know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah, he's, he'd be done. Give yeah. him a chance to figure it out, man. New team, okay. new new offensive line. I mean, it's just, let's just be patient, okay? Okay. Uh, hey, and I'm wearing my, my Scarlet Grim, my new Ohio State shirt. Yes, yes. I just got. Um, the back of it says Porter. I got my the number I wanted on there seven. So Very nice. our Buckeyes uh, handled their business. Mm-hmm. So that was great to see them stretch their legs out this weekend. So, but the big story, um, there's two going on. Obviously, in baseball, we mm-hmm. have uh, New York Yankee uh, great Aaron Judge case yep. the American League single season home run record set by Roger Maris. He is sitting pat at 60, has been for a few games. Mm -hmm. Uh, The record is 61. Uh, The Maris family has been at every 
all the last few games to see this happening. Um, it's a little bit of excitement. Is it exciting enough to make you watch Fish, or is it anything like back in 98 with Sosa and McGuire, which is one of the great times in baseball, even though it was marred with controversy? Have you been watching the Aaron Judge thing? Does it excite you at all? Uh, I'm not much of I'm not a huge baseball fan. Per se, I mean, I'm very happy to see the Guardians win the division this year, make yeah, the playoffs. Oh, yeah, gosh, gee, you know what? Yeah. No disrespect, the Guardians. Congratulations! Yes, I wish Skinner yes. was here because we definitely would be talking about that. Yeah, absolutely. So go ahead. Bro. No, excited. No, no, excited for them. But I, so you know, I'm not against baseball. It's just more of a, a time and thing. Whatever. But. I am checking out the headlines to answer your question. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It is piquing my interest to go to to check it out. He's got like nine games left to try to right. hit a couple more. And, and it is but the, it's the American him. League single season record too. It's not like the overall, which okay. uh, uh, that's what seventy three, I believe. The bonds, right? Bonberry bonds. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that that comparison, like you say, ninety eight. That one, now that was a huge thing. Now, you know, of course, things were a little bit different then. We didn't have as right. much of the social media exactly. platforms. Right. But they were all over Sports Center. They were on they were parody they on Saturday Night Live. They were on so talk exciting. shows together. I watched every bit yeah. of it and I don't like baseball. And that was good yeah. for baseball yeah. then, you know, coming off the strike and everything mm-hmm. that they had recently. And that just yeah, generated was, a lot of time excitement. Was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, but then you know it definitely lost luster when they found out that both were used. Everybody's drugging up. <laughs> that was that era. So you got, you're always going to have those asterisks and those guys. You know what? Yep. They ain't. They're not going to get in the Hall of Fame, maybe ever, and certainly not for many years until maybe right. maybe younger writers. I don't know how much time they have. I don't know when they're yeah. not eligible anymore. But, I'm not but sure. You'll never take but, away those moments. You'll never take no. away those thrills. It was exciting. Away those ratings and all the money that was made. So it was great, yeah. Okay, There's so. a documentary on that, by the way, Keith. There's a oh, 30 okay. for 30, the ESPN 30 for 30s uh, documentary. Well, I need to find that because those, are some, those yeah. documentaries are just all great. I haven't seen that one yet. That is a good one. I did, I did catch that not long ago. It did, cool, uh, like it did allow that. you to go back and revisit all the hype and everything. It was one, yeah. one frame they had. McGuire batting, and the next frame on SportsCenter, ESPN, whatever it would be, Sosa batting. It was just a whole thing, but it's a very good documentary. Go check that out and, out and there. In and, and some aspects, it's a little bit shameful, <clears throat> you know. I'm, sure. Like McGuire with the whole, yeah, I rubbed his bat today, and I just knew today was going to be the day. No, you shot up today, so you knew the day was going to be Crazy. Oh, come on, man. I mean... Just lay off the extra crap. You know, if you're going to cheat, cheat. But lay off the extra crap. You rubbed it yeah. back. You knew the day was going to be the day. <laughs> and by the way, okay. just just as a quick sidebar, I don't know what's going on with Sammy Sosa. If you if you look up a picture, a recent uh, picture of him, it's just yeah, very, uh, very strange. I don't he don't know. even I don't look like on. Sammy Sosa anymore. No. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. The skin like is Sammy, white. Yeah, Sammy he's got, Sosa. He's got the, yeah, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> salsa. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's a whole, you would not recognize him. Yeah, something's going on with at him, all. But that's a whole other story. Know. Yeah. Okay, let's switch a little bit of football, man. This story right here is uh, wow. I don't even know what to say. Um, there has never been a more polarizing NFL player than Brett Favre. Um, yeah. he, he was huge, like you were saying, before all the social media and everything. He was box office. He was must-see TV. Oh, yeah. Um, 
John Madden, every other I was, word I was, was just going to say, Brett, I think he Brett rose Brett more prominence because of Madden, who just sure. loved him. You know, Absolutely. Brett Far, far, far. I mean, set up already. Mm-hmm. He made me sick with it, actually. Um, but Brett Far was exciting to watch. He's fun to play. Everybody talks about, you know, Mahomes. We never seen anything like Mahomes. Well, then you never seen Brett Far play, you know, because yeah. everything Mahomes is doing, Far was doing it. You know, I, I think yeah. uh, Mahomes a little more accurate. And maybe less reckless, but yeah. uh, he was exciting. So mm-hmm. there's been a lot of controversy with uh, Brett Favre, uh, starting with the end of his career. With the, I'm retired, I'm not retired. Kind of held the Packers hostage. Then he mm-hmm. went to a division rival. Yeah. Uh, you know, after going to the Jets and retiring again, it, it was just a big mess. And then um, <clears throat> there was the. Uh, I don't want to say allegations because he did send uh, sexually inappropriate messages to a, a page. Uh, Jen, I remember last name. I know the first name was Jen. Uh, and, of course, he's a married man. And, you know, there's some other stuff, too. So there's been a little bit of tarnish on this legacy, but he is a, still a beloved player. Well, right now, um, in the state of Mississippi, uh, there were millions of dollars allocated to the state for welfare recipients and through Brett Favre's connections he received a great deal of that money and donated it to uh that's 200,000 let me make sure I get my facts straight here but he donated that money to uh the college where his daughter goes for a new volleyball five million dollars five million dollars in welfare money went to the construction of a volleyball facility at his alma mater university of southern mississippi his daughter daughter played volleyball there and as it stands right now he's subject to a civil suit uh at the 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 very least um now you're talking about a guy that earned 140 million dollars who stood up and I don't I don't know if he, I think he received some kind of recognition or whatever for this donation and 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 smiled and and the media oh Brett Favre donated all this money took money from welfare recipients to build this facility hmm. this is as shameful as it gets because you didn't steal from a corporation you stole from needy people and you are a multi-millionaire. Boy, you want to get the, the public mad? Start, you know, m- remember uh, the the, ba- the uh, basketball player, uh, Spreewell? You know, no, yeah. I got to feed my family. You know, how offensive people took that. Like, dude, you make millions of dollars. You don't even know what trying to feed your family is like. We really get upset when we hear about millionaires acting like they're uh, uh, broke or doing things out of being broke. This is mm-hmm. as egregious as it gets. And I want to tell you something before you comment that I heard today uh, or recently on ESPN's first take. Uh, Shannon Sharp, very outspoken. A uh, couple things he always does that really irks me. He's always defending T.O. Tara Lawrence. Uh, of course, Skip Bayless on the show has laid into to Tara Lawrence uh, in the past. They've even faced off on the show. And, of course, Terrell Owens, who was shunned from the Hall of Fame for a while, then they brought up all his uh, whatever aggressions. 
uh, publicly before he was let in to the fact that it irked him so bad he didn't come to the ceremony. He had his own. He brought up the fact that nobody brings up what Brett Favre is doing. He gets a slap on the wrist. He gets people look the other way. If T.O. Mm-hmm. would have done all this stuff, he'd never be in the Hall of Fame. So two things we're going to address. I want to address that comment, and I want to address the fact, your thoughts about Brett Favre and what he did with this money. After you take Ohio State drink. <laughs> Sorry about that. By the way, love got, the big Tuck a little John shirt, man. Kill thank it. you. Yes, yes. Congratulations Local. to your Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. They look a little bit better last night. By the way, big Tuck a little John, if you're in the Northeast Ohio area and you're a Gen X person, you know exactly what I'm wearing this shirt. Yeah, it's a awesome. local, love local it, love TV it, love celebrities it. for many, many years on Friday nights. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I think it's terrible. I mean, it's something to wear. You know, if he, if he, you know, if it, if it uncovers it, just do whatever legally you could do to him. I mean, fine him, rest him, whatever it is, and you know, should his tar- legacy be tarnished? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. it's, you know, it'd be a lesson for athletes, people with affluence, you know, whatever mm-hmm. affluent people. I'm trying to say, if they misuse funds like this for their own purposes. Uh, yeah, it should be it should be publicly shamed, and it should be uh, you brought it on yourself. And that was sure. you have no one to blame but yourself. Really, no, it's, it's you it. you you're a Super Bowl champion, you're a Pro Bowler, you're a Hall of Famer, and you are adored in the football public. Yeah, you're adored in commercials. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even maybe a couple of appearances in movies. I remember he was in the uh, the. Uh, what about Mary movie? You know, made an appearance in that. He's and already you, been there. He's, he's been on the podcast and stuff too. And he's, yeah, he sure. something. He has a show he's right now, sorta... but they're pausing right now. Exactly. Yep. Um, man, come on, dude. You got to be smarter than this. You got to be smarter than this. So I started, okay. you know, reading this story and I'm thinking, man, this is going to lead in disgrace. And I was wondering, what are like the most disgraced athlete that you can think of of, of all time? And when I started, you know, compiling this list, um, the first thing that came to my mind, Fish, that I wanted to do was to eliminate a few people. And mm-hmm. just for the simple fact that uh, their actions ended up in, in the loss of life. And sure. I don't want to use that for, you know, topic of, of you know you know what i mean for banter mm-hmm. or anything and of course so we want to eliminate chris for a while we want to eliminate uh aaron hernandez and we want to eliminate oj simpson so i'm just going to read off a few names and you tell me uh any of these stick out and uh which one you thought was really really a uh, disgrace uh manny ramirez uh former cleveland indian former former boston red sox uh ray rice former running back for uh, the Baltimore Ravens, and I guess I could help out by giving you a little bit of what they did. Uh, well, Manny was like the, with the with performance enhancement drugs and stuff like that, drugs right, stuff, right? right? And, and Ray Rice, we have was the domestic abuse fettered video of him just yeah, knocking that's... his wife out, not hitting her, not fighting her, but knocking her yeah, out, and then horrible. dragging her body. Uh, wow, man. Yeah. Uh, there is Barry Bonds, and that is, of course... Uh, Performance per- enhancements. Well, yeah. and perjury. 
That's right. Yeah, perjury, obstruction of justice. So that he has that too. Oh, and the Congress testimony. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, Mike Tyson. Um, of course, he spent time Rape. in prison for sexual assault. And mm -hmm. and then of course there was the you know I don't call it anything else but cannibalism. Well, he didn't eat it, um, but he did bite off um, Evander Holyfield. Holyfield's yeah. ear, right? Crazy. Uh, Roger Clemens. Yep. Of course, we understand his whole deal with the steroids. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a serious record holder. Ben Johnson, uh, former track great Ben Johnson. I mean, when Ben Johnson won, he was like a good five yards ahead of everybody else. I mean, mm -hmm. he, his body looked different than everybody else. He looked like he could play linebacker uh, as a track star. So he serious steroid abuse. He was stripped of all his medals. Um Marion Jones, another great track star. Uh, she did a six-month prison stint, um, stripped of her medals. Also, um, uh, the steroid abuse. And let me see what else does she do. Suburb gains, three medals, fastest woman alive. Yeah, performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, Oscar Pistorius, a.k.a. Blade Runner. Uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and eliminate him, too, because of the same situation. Accused of murder. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tanya Harding. Yeah, that's uh, up there. Tanya Harding, that's my girl. <laughs> Pete Rose. Yeah. Lance Armstrong. And last but not least, Shoeless Joe Jackson. So I'll let you go mm. first. Who stuck out with you? Maybe most disgraced athlete, or maybe you got a name I didn't read off. Nah, I don't know if I have a different one beyond what you what you've already said there. I mean, all the the ones with the performance enhancement and the drugs and all that type of stuff. I mean, that's again, that's just their own just dumb decisions. You know, stupid. Yeah, you know, it's I. You know, Pete Rose with the gambling again. That's his own decision there. I would say for him. He stands out a little bit more in the respect of he's the all-time, uh, you know, hitter. You know, what uh, you know, right. hit leader, and he, you know, he, no accusations at all for him as far as any performance enhancement drugs. He legitimately was just a skilled baseball player and achieved the most hits in history and shot himself in the foot to get in the Hall of Fame with a stupid gambling That's of his true. own team, you know, yeah. to boot. Uh, Armstrong is definitely way up there for me in the sense of he was just such a highly celebrated athlete at the time with the Tour de France. He was like Superman out there and the yeah, whole thing but, with well, his testicle. Go ahead. Yeah, I was about to say the whole cancer survival <clears throat> thing, too. Yeah, sure. He was endeared to everybody because of that. Yeah, they had the foundation, and then, you know, people were donating millions of dollars as an inspiration. Now, I don't think he was ever really accused of misusing the funds from the foundation, but there no. were definitely people that donated because of him winning and inspiring them. His take was, I still, you know, we still helped out a lot of people, and I still inspired people and stuff like that, but... He was knowingly cheating and everything else. He definitely was a huge, huge stain on that sport. And he's still making news yeah. of weird behavior and stuff like yeah. that. So he's and definitely yeah, one that this as far as as far as where he fell. That's that was yeah. kind of my thing too. So where were you when you heard so 
Pete Rose was up there for me as far as, you know, the height of, you know, he should have walked into the Hall of Fame. Local yeah. guy around here, local hero with the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, and then Lance Armstrong at the time was such you know, okay. highly celebrated. So that's just a couple that stood out for me. Certainly two that are worthy. Uh, my number one has to be Ray Rice. Yeah, the um, abuse of others, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. For the simple fact, you didn't you know, get arrested because the police were called for domestic violence. This was caught on video. The right. savageness of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole back and boom. And it wasn't your girlfriend, wasn't your sisters, your wife, man, mother, yeah. your children. I, man, it doesn't get any lower. I don't know how anybody could look at him the same after that. No. I know that no. you're capable of that. And I thought it was disgusting that he won millions of dollars in a lawsuit after that against the NFL. Uh, I'm like, really? Seriously? Why would the NFL want anything to do with him after seeing something like that? I don't understand that right. message, but to me, he ranks up there the most because one, it was on video; two, he yeah. hurt another human being, and three, who that human being was, and it sure. was it was very very brutal. And then I have to put Mike Tyson up there, but even to this day, yeah. and to say he fell from grace, but he's still beloved. And heralded, it, you know, people. I'm seeing interviews with him left and right. People want him in their movies. People want him in their videos. I mean, mm. people are still putting him in their songs, you know. And man, this guy could have just been king yeah. of the world the way he True. was going. The most vicious fighter you've ever seen. Nobody brought the excitement like Mike. There was so much excitement before that bell rang. You're like, Mike is about to knock somebody out, man. Oh, yeah. And the, the look in his eyes. And man, I got him up there because. What he did now, I'm I'm not going to get into the whole uh, rape thing. I, I got feelings about that. That that's a whole nother subject. Uh, I'm not saying he, he's guilty or not guilty. I just the whole situation to me just thinks to to die happening. Um, you got to be responsible and accountable for your actions too. You know, yep. the female part. And if you're stupid enough to go down to a limousine three o'clock in the morning in a, in a nightgown to talk to Mike Tyson, come on, man, don't pee in my face and tell me it's rain. But anyway, uh, with that being said, to take off a piece of a human being's flesh. Yeah, it's weird. What's wrong with you, dude? Yeah. So, I, you know, those are two that I got. So uh, we're going to see what happens with this Brett Favre story and uh, absolutely <clears throat> shame on him. So that's all I got in mm -hmm. sport today. Good. Uh Quick little bit of music, 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 baby. I got the music in me. Uh, a couple things happened this day in music. Um, man, geez, 2004, Phil Spector. This one, he was formally charged with the whole uh, murder thing. He shot Lana Clarkson, man. Crazy. In 2003, Phil Spector, the Quote, unquote, great Phil Spector, uh, sentenced to 19 years to life in the California state prison. And I was thinking, man, where this guy was in music history and how he fell, uh, you know, was pretty disgraceful. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about, like, the most disgraced music figure in history. And I had a hard time finding that list of uh, disgrace, but I found a list of the most hated people in music. So I'm just run off a, a few here. Uh, one name that is not on this list, I'm going to just start off with her first, uh, Sinead O'Connor. I call her Skinny yeah, O'Connor. Yeah. Uh, 
Kanye West. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, we can go all day with, with that guy. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Which, she hasn't fell from grace. I don't even know why she's on this list. Or okay. She's hated, but she's loved as much as she's hated. So, I don't know. Uh, John Mayer. Boy, he really screw up. Uh, Nickelback. <laughs> I don't like Nickelback, but I don't understand why they're hated so much, man. That's Probably funny. Courtney yeah. Love. Lip okay. Biscuit, particularly Fred Durst. Mm-hmm. And Insane Clown Posse. Justin <laughs> Bieber. And, of course, Chris Brown. And I'm going to start this mm-hmm. one off. Uh, I guess this is the most hated, not fell from grace, because a lot of people are still making money right now, and I don't understand why. I don't know why people still like Chris Brown. This guy's an absolute jerk, and what he did to Rihanna was 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 unbelievable, man. I don't understand why anybody will listen to this guy after defacing a woman like that. So I think he's on the top of my list. Kanye West has certainly lost uh, his marbles, it seems like. I, I'm, I'm really concerned about this guy. Some of the comments he's made, the thing he's done. And I don't know what it is about every man that leaves the Kardashian camp, man. They go absolutely crazy. Um, those are two that stick out to me. Anybody in that list that you can't stand or you understand why they're hated? I get some of them just didn't do anything. It's just a matter of just the, the general dislike of their art in some respect or the way they carry themselves you know so who's the guy that just got arrested and thrown in jail for you know the you know the the taking advantage of young women and all that who was that oh, r kelly r kelly so yeah. that's ah, yeah i mean if you get to that level i mean obviously phil Spector killed somebody so that he you know that's just you know that's a whole other level you know um but yeah, I Kelly, uh, yeah, comment about ahead. R. Kelly too. I, I just was saying, uh, artist by the name of Boozy, um, he's a, a rapper, and he was saying how there are people who have admitted to killing people. You know, got 10, 15 years in prison, and and even though they were children, it was consensual, but at least by their parents who sent them to R. Kelly, Please. and he got more years than all of them. And it just didn't seem right. So just another thought. But go ahead. Yeah. No, but it's it. Overall, I mean, I hear, hearing all that stuff, that's just a whole other level of lowliness and dis, you know, disgusting behavior. So that's, he's definitely up there for me. I don't know. So yeah. the other ones have just done dumb stuff where they've been, I, I don't know. I mean, I get Courtney Love, you know, for the whole thing with, um, with, I, anyway. Kurt Cobain. I, I, and Kurt Cobain, yes. Yeah, Car sure Kelly for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could, uh, pick anybody um bigger than r kelly right now um because we're talking about minors being involved right exactly and i don't think it gets any any worse than that right now um but if you want to go back in time a little bit how about uh jerry lee lewis jerry lee lewis sure he messed his career up i mean you talk about a guy that counted as the next elvis and you screwed all that up uh not only marrying a 13 year old and, and, and prancing her around in the media, but she was your cousin. Yeah, just great. I Turner's another low life with you know known for abusing uh, yeah. fourteen at Turner or yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. No. Okay. All right. Just some thoughts, man. Um, also, this day in music. Um, 
today in 1986. Man, this is going to hit you. Metallica bassist Cliff Burton was crushing it. Mm, uh, just, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I remember that. I didn't have a clue who he was, but I remember that day when that happened. I knew who he was and who Metallica was every day after that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I certainly remember that. That was a terrible, uh, terrible accident. Uh, birthdays today, man. Um, Meatloaf, man. We got to say happy birthday to Marvin Lee a day, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Meatloaf. Uh, just an interesting character. Um, made some really big hits. He was just loved. He wasn't, you know, a heartthrob or anything like that. But, man, he was a musician. So happy birthday to Meatloaf and Sean Cassidy. I brought that up. Oh, yeah. uh, we talked about Teen uh, Idols last week. So Sean Cassidy, man. Uh, half brother, Sean Cassidy. Cassidy. Uh, Sean Cassidy is, he's born in 58, so uh, you do the math. Tim, I went to Ken Moore, so. <laughs> so he's, he's going to be 60, no, I see, he must be 63 or 4, 64 years old. Wow, he's 64. more than that, right. 64. And you know what? Greg Ham from the band Minute worked his birthday today. I had to mention that because hmm. uh, I'll, I'll never forget Land Down Under. That was one of Fresh's new songs. I remember yeah. getting on the bus every day, going to school, and it was playing on the school bus. So happy birthday to him, and happy birthday to Lil Wayne. Uh, Little Wayne, Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., um, maybe the number one rapper in the world right now. Uh, I'm sorry, but I think our own Des, the reason is three times as good, but that's just me. Uh, (laughs) And Avril Lavigne has a birthday today, born in 1984. Avril Lavigne, you know, was the youngest female to uh, top the charts. In the U.S. and U.K., yeah, 17 hmm. years and three months, man. Wow, so, how about no. that? All right, so that's what I got in sports and music. Oh, but big sports news, we just want to say that uh, the Super Bowl halftime show has been announced. Rihanna is yeah. the new show. I've been seeing a lot of comments on that, um, positive, negative. I got a lot of feelings about Rihanna, but she does have a few songs that I absolutely love. One of those songs being Diamonds. I have played it all week. So that might be, it'll be interesting to see the, the numbers, but that might be, I mean, last year was huge with the, you know, the, yes. the, you know, the, the, the older rap artists coming back yes. out and performing. That was quite the, but I would venture to guess this will be one of the highest rated halftime shows ever okay, I bet that's you, with Rihanna. i'm looking forward to seeing what it is i thought yeah. they would go more uh rock because of last year uh, yeah so so we'll we'll see okay the fox is like we want to get viewers and that's that's a huge <laughs> get for them but it'll be I, good. i'm sure it'll, i'll it tell be you what good. if they really want to get viewers go real old school with the rappers get get nelly and all those guys up there man when rap was good yeah. on all this crap they got today migos yeah. And Lil Yachty and this guy sound like garbage, man. Ain't the fat boy still alive? I hope so. See, I could be, I could replace one of the fat boys. <laughs> <laughs> if one's not alive, call yeah. me. And you can rap, by the way. You can, hey. I know you showed that ability in the past. You can do that yeah, for real. Yeah, thank so. you, brother. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I'm going to mention with Cliff Burton, by the way, that I remember in high school, I was in band practice at Kenmore High School. We went to high school together and band together, mm-hmm. and it was on the parking lot. And one of the kids mentioned that Cliff Burton passed away and got, you know, again, like you say, the tour bus accident. And I was like, damn. And it just makes you reflect for a second there that Metallica was such on a fast trajectory with Master of Puppets that time. And Obviously, they had a huge success still, but they, I tell you what, they would have been a just a different. They were a different band with him. Yeah, kill, kill them all! I mean, that was yeah, uh, man. You know, man, that was itself. Look at the hits off of that Four Horsemen. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's just crazy. Ride the Lightning oh, yeah. and, and the Master Puppet, just with him and the band has a whole different creative vibe and and feel with him. They definitely lost something when he. I'm sure they would say the same thing. Any band members would say the same thing. Not there definitely a talented no basis since, yeah. you know, just, no it's just different. They were, yeah. they were still good. They were just a different band. A different yeah. Band. yeah. It's, a, it's a real shame mm-hmm. even to this day. So, okay. Uh, pop culture stuff. Here. First of all, about some media, Gen X media recommendations, Keith, did you watch here? See anything you want to recommend out there to the I listeners, viewers? Yeah. Go ahead. A movie caught my attention by accident the other day, hmm. and I tell you what, it is something. Now, I know I said a couple of weeks ago the movie Sweet Girl on Netflix might be the most interesting and awesome movie I've seen all year. Uh, this movie is pretty close being right there. Okay. On Amazon Prime, there's a movie called The Voyeurs. The Voyeurs? The Voyeurs. And okay. there no name actresses actually one of the people in it i believe he's the same guy who played angel in x-men last stand i don't know okay. his name so yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a young couple move into their first apartment together i don't think they're married boyfriend and girlfriend they're very very young mm-hmm. um she's a real cutie pie and uh they you know have really big windows and they look across the the way where a nicer new york apartment and th- these couple their windows are open and so they just kind of keep looking like, hey, they, we can see them. And they see the couple making out. And they're like, hey, they need to close their, their curtains. And then the couple really starts, you know, and they're just like, what? So the, the boyfriend's like, man, quit watching them. Quit watching them. And she's like, okay, okay, we'll stop watching them. Well, the next day, they're at it again, and they're watching. And so the couple kind of says, okay, we're going to watch a little bit, you know. And then it starts becoming an every night thing, and it becomes their thing to watch them. They get binoculars, and man, they're enjoying this. They use this as a aphrodisiac in their own mm-hmm. personal life. Well, they they notice the the girl notices one day that uh, he's a professional photographer. His studio is in that apartment, and he's uh photographing some models well he ends up sleeping with the model then the next day he's sleeping with a different model so she finds out he's a cheater and she's very upset and she becomes very obsessed with watching what goes on over there the boyfriend's like stop watching stop watching so one day at her work she works at optometry lab the the girl the wife over there comes in and be and they end up becoming friends Mm. hanging out all the time and she gets to know her and she feels so bad that she knows her husband's a cheater. She lets her know in a way I won't even tell you about. And you see the, she sees the wife cut her throat in the bathroom one day. Suicide. And she thinks it's all her fault. She's totally distraught. The boyfriend's so mad. He leaves her. Well, for some strange reason, she ends up meeting the guy and ends up sleeping with him. 
and the boyfriend comes home one day. Oh, boy. Comes back to the, you know with flowers. He looks across the way and he sees her over there with him. Oh wow! Next thing you know, the boyfriend's hanging from the the, the rafters, suicide, and the girl's all upset. But long story short, she goes to this guy's uh, photography uh, show, and he says that all this is all inspired by his wife. He goes, "Let's get her up here," and the wife walks up on stage, and the girl's like. She saw her kill herself, and when they show, he debuts the pictures, his photos, they're all of this girl and her boyfriend watching them. (laughs) And that's all I'll tell you. Phenomenal, dude. You got to watch it. The Voyeurs. Man, interesting. Interesting twist, that's for sure. Yeah, they had cameras. They had cameras. Yeah, I know, right? I spoiled it, but it's worth watching. (laughs) Trust me. I didn't tell you everything. Trust me. You're going to love the ending of it. All right. Very good. Okay. You seen anything? Uh, a couple things here. So uh, I, I've been watching The Patient on Hulu. So The Patient was Steve. Yeah, Carell. I've seen that. That looked interesting. Yeah, it's very good. And then the, the other actor was uh, in the Star Wars movies, the General Hux. I can't think of his name at the moment. But anyways, very, very good. Good yeah. acting. But long story short, you know, Steve Carell's a therapist, and his, his uh, patient kidnaps him because he, does, he, he wants to continue his therapy in his home because he didn't feel comfortable. And you could learn this guy is a real psychotic, a lot of different twists and turns. Very, it's no comedy. It's it's a very drama. Steve Carell, again, Steve Carell, fantastic actor. I love him. I love the actors are great. So highly recommended on Hulu. There's like uh, eh, five or six episodes out there now streaming. It's on FX, also streaming on Hulu. So you can find it on the FX app or the Hulu app as well and i checked out the first three episodes keith of andor the new star wars show on disney plus uh very good i like it i like that guy in the you know the in the character uh it's good it hasn't really quite it's starting to heat up a little bit here so it's basically the story of how he got into the rebellion and uh eventually became you know i i went back and watched rogue one Okay, Just I to really understand. I should. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really like Rogue One when I first saw it. I was mm-hmm. more interested this time around watching it, and I liked it more yep. watching it. I am loving Andor. Absolutely yeah. loving Andor. Yeah. Great stuff. I mean, the effects, the acting, the story... Mm-hmm. What they could do anymore is just so fascinating with yeah. it. Yeah. But this is, this is on par to be definitely one of the best Star I Wars series. Interesting characters... Uh, to, to know that this guy, who he's going to be, just mm-hmm. anticipating this change, he's kind of like a nothing now. He owes people money. He's always on the run. So you know that's going to be interesting, that whole dynamic. And then the the character of the the uh, the, the guard who's chasing him down, obsessed yeah. with the fact that two of their people were killed. He's a mm-hmm. fascinating character in that whole thing. So this is really getting great. I'm, I can't wait to see the next episode. Yeah, very good. I love the droid that's in it, too. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah, very personable. Very personable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, good stuff here. So go check out Andor on Disney Plus if you're, you know, even if you're not a super Star Wars fan, it's still interesting. I mean, if you kind of just get an idea that you know this guy's eventually going to help steal the Death Star plans, that's what he does, right? So, and uh, I, I linked it, it all now. I, I understand that Rogue One ends where the first Star Wars we saw in 77 begins. I get it. That's right. Yeah. Right into the New Hope. It literally walks right into a New Hope. You're right. 
gets, continues into it. Yep. Okay, uh, we haven't had one in quite a while, in, in weeks here, fortunately, but we did have a, a, a significant uh, pop culture death here. Has been a minute. Over, yeah, over the past couple of days here. So Louise Fletcher, 88 years of age, and she was best known for playing Nurse uh, Ratched on One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and she won an Academy Award for this role. So, you know what? I've never seen this Thank you, because I thought movie. you were going to get on me. I had never seen it either. No, I need to. And Jack, Jack Nicholson. No, well, this was something like in the seventies. That mm-hmm. wasn't a movie that we probably would have gravitated to as kids, you know. You necessarily. Know, I realized my dad had what they call Star Channel back then, and yep. that was like the big movie on there. And you know, I was just looking for stuff with nudity. I wasn't. Yeah, it was with you. dramatic stuff like yeah. that. You know, I was looking for Animal House and yep. <laughs> James <laughs> Bond and, and right. like uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, I was exactly in right with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but Jack Nicholson was in this movie. It gets it's, it's a pretty acclaimed movie. Like I said, she won an Academy Award for it, so I'm sure it's uh, worth a watch. They also did like a a prequel series starring uh, a woman portraying Nurse Nurse Ratchet. I think it was the same woman that played Marsha Clark in that O.J. Simpson series. Oh, I think she okay. played. I think so. Anyway, rest in peace. She was a great actress yes. and. Uh, Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, you and I have some homework to go back and yeah, watch we some do, of these movies. I'm trying to finish Ferris Bueller's. <laughs> At least you're watching it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, it's an end, an official end mm. of an era. Very interesting here. Uh, uh, the great, the fantastic, phenomenal yes. James Earl Jones, uh, great actor, phenomenal voice actor. Uh, of course, voiced uh, Darth Vader with is is officially retiring his role as Darth Vader. But he did sign over his voice rights to Lucasfilm. Okay, that was cool. Okay, and they're using new technology to still make it sound like. So basically, the Obi Wan series had Darth Vader with James Earl Jones' voice in it. He's credited as the voice, but. People are already saying that he probably did not offer any new readings, but they use this technology to where uh, you can a, a, an actor can use a modulator of some sort, and, and it, it it's him. Like it voice. sounds like him, wow. right? So at least the voice, his voice, will continue to. Darth Vader cannot. I mean, we all agree, everybody out there. You, you, no one else can voice Darth Vader. It's impossible. I, you cannot do it. You should not do it. You it stop has making, to be him. You can't voice Darth Vader with James Earl. Right. Stop making the movies. Exactly. Don't yeah. don't have Vader speak. Yeah. Don't take take him out of there. He's done. I've it's seen over some with. of the great characters in history. They get a different voice because of a different actor. So you cannot do that with Darth Vader. And it's no. probably the most prolific acting job, voice job in history. Yeah. Yeah, and we've had some great wins. I mean, you know, the girl that does Bart Simpson. Uh, I mean, the list oh, goes yeah. on and on. But nothing is bigger than James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. I agree. I mean, you think about the. And we talked about this on prior episodes. I'm I'm sure. Mm. Definitely talked about it on the Idiot Show. You you think about the, the decision that was made. A poor David Prowse who who played Darth Vader in mm. the in the in the costume, but the the, the correct decision of George Lucas to. Say, mm, it's it's not what I want. It's not that's what a, we need. That's attention to detail right there. It and is. It, it paid off dividends, man. Oh, my gosh. You think about yeah. it. If he wouldn't have done that, yeah. that movie may have lost 
something. Definitely the character would have lost something for sure. It would have been a goofy sure. character. Uh, and it just you know, took that, maybe, like you say, took that to fair, Maybe level. not goofy. I can think of some other voices that if we had never heard yeah, Dave Earl Jones, the guy who does the NFL films. You know, that might have been an interesting. Steve Sable, yeah. yeah. Not Steve Sable, but the guy who did oh, the voiceovers. Uh, yeah. Frasenda. And the Frozen Tundra. Yeah. Frasenda. Frasenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. But, you know, sure. it, was, it was really a combination, a perfect combination. You had his voice. You had the music, which... Mm-hmm. Is everything don't don't and then of course the breathing machine, you know, part yeah. of his apparatus. That, the whole combination was just awesome. Brilliant. So, well, you know, th- th- thank you, Mr. Jones, thank for you. you know the many years of enjoyment and with he's that a character. Funny guy too. He is. He was he awesome really on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Big Bang Theory and coming to America, he was awesome. fantastic Phenomenal. as the king. Uh, just a lot of great stuff. Uh, so anyway, we're, but we're pleased that you signed over the rights, so we'll yes. still hear your wonderful voice through that character. Okay. Uh, another Disney story making the news right now is that you know, they're they're continuing to make these live action Disney movies uh, of you know animated of their prior animated uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, making a lot of news right now is they're making The Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid is going to be out next year. Hmm. And the actress playing Ariel happens to be a black actress. Hmm. Haley Berry. Not Halle Berry, but Haley Berry. Um, and it's making a lot of news. So it's a whole thing, again, in... Obviously, you have idiots out there that Ariel is a white mermaid you can't have it you have other people of course who's like this is wonderful this is you know this is this is good this is motivating for young black girls to see a disney uh famous you know disney character that uh, you know, that they grew up with or maybe maybe they're maybe they have daughters now and it's a whole thing so it's a, yeah it's, but yet the other people it's ridiculous yeah, so what are your thoughts on all this should uh, it be getting what? this type of attention you, I, you know what? what my thoughts are i mean i know hate feel Stupid people should be ashamed of themselves. First of all, this is not an historical, accurate creature. This is science fiction, first of all. That's the part that gets me. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Well, when they colored it in in, in the film, they colored it in a white. You didn't pick Viola Davis to play Queen Elizabeth here. Are you serious right now? This is a freaking mermaid. That's the part that gets me. You should be ashamed of yourself. Queen Elizabeth II, played by Queen Latifah. <laughs> Next week on Lifetime. Just tune in. You know, you still be people like, right. ah, you can't exactly. do that. So oh, that's the God. part that gets me. And the other part is, <clears throat> you know, you, you you hate feel people. For years, I've never liked Disney because they never had any characters of color and wouldn't watch them. Now that they do, we got a lot of hate filled people want to make us think about it. And I've seen yeah. some wonderful, wonderful memes from people, especially white people who have stood up and said, you know what? All you hate muggers, shut up. Uh, some of my favorites were, you know, hey, you don't like the little mermaid. Wait till you meet Jesus. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> you know, right. someone was like that. But um, I, I think it's ridiculous. And the thing you got to think about fish, you go back in time uh, to some of the iconic roles of of minorities that were played by white people. But and there good was, point. Yeah, there was no stink then. You know, mm-hmm. Angel, Angelina Jolie played uh, Marion Pearl. 
uh, Ben Affleck play Antonio Mendez? How about Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai? Are you serious? You know? <laughs> Joseph Fiennes is Michael Jackson. Mickey mm -hmm. Rooney is Mr. Yunioshi. Uh, that was really uh, uh, yeah, uh, horrible, horrible racist mm -hmm. parody. Um, yes. You know, Juliette Binoche is Maria Segova. Maria Segova, I'm sorry. Uh, it just goes on and on and on and on <laughs> and on. And then how about all the white actors that they had play the iconic role of Othello? Because they didn't want to put a black man in that role. And that's what the story is. You know, Lawrence Liberty, the, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. So I think this is ridiculous. Uh, make a good argument. Make a good argument because you change an iconic character like Nick Fury. There, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And that's still not real. That's science fiction. Well, you're talking about a freaking mermaid, man. And I don't even want to use Nick Fury because that's a science fiction character. You can make him whatever you want to make him um, to, to fit the times. But, if you know, if it's somebody that's a real person, whatever, make your argument about that. But these are just hate mongers, and they need to shut up. And I think it's really, really sad. But you know what? Let's not even give them the time of day. Let's just go on. And I hope that movie sells, sells, sells. I agree with you. Everything you said is is, is perfect. Okay. The Black okay. Panthers. Sorry, Mickey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is the Black Panther. Hey. Yeah, yeah, right. Nicholas. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So this week in pop culture history, uh, back in 1964, Gilligan's Island debuted. Now in last week's, no, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, we spoke about some of our favorite 60s comedies of all time and reruns. So if you have not listened two weeks ago, go check that out. We talk about some of our favorites, and Gilligan's Island uh, made that list. But that was, uh, you know, definitely a show I watched in syndication for sure. Oh just yeah, a you know, just a crazy goofy show. Were you a fan a of Gilligan's Island? Oh, big yeah. time. You know, it was a fun, innocent show. Um, you know, I watched it. I, I had one little problem with that show. You know, as mm -hmm. I got older, I thought about it, and I really was disgusted with Gilligan. He, or even the professor. You know, professor was a young man, uh, ba pretty much. You know, and Gilligan was a real young man, and I just didn't understand because if it was me, it'd have been a different scenario. They were on that island for seven years, right? Was many years. Se seven I don't seven know. years. Yeah. Seven years they were okay. on the island. Well, when mm -hmm. they got rescued, there would have been the crew. There would have been the skipper, Marianne, uh, um. Uh, the the house and yeah. seven seven kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. There would have been seven yep. little children. <laughs> yep, coconut raised and and fed. You know, so I I don't know, man. <laughs> but it was a fun show. It was yeah. fun. Whole concept was strange and bizarre and just impossible. But just but that's that's okay. They just so this yeah. is what we're doing and it watching was really it. Really bizarre. It. That's it. They, their clothes stayed real nice, and their That's hair right. was great. And, yeah, you know. the house had like the house still had outfits for the three-hour yeah. tour. You know, it's and the crazy. house was still like the hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Just crazy. What did they pack for a three-hour boat tour? Is it insane? That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god! I'm still laughing. That's what made it weird and funny. That's what like, made it, we're yeah, still laughing exactly. about it. Oh, my God. And the 1969, I remember my mom watching this on reruns, and we talked about this a little bit, too. Love American Style aired for the first time. So that was kind of like a, 
a soap opera type show, like different a skits type thing. Just a little risque. Yeah. I, I still envision the theme to this day, the, the theme and like the heart, the, the red, the white, and blue, and the fireworks mm-hmm. and stuff. You can't forget that. And the song. Yeah. I, and the only, the only thing I really remember about it is, is, is I believe this is, if I'm not mistaken, this is where Happy Days got its start. It was a, it was a, with Ron Howard, it was a clip and stuff, I think, on that show. That's a Like a 50s romance, and it right. got a lot of attention. They decided, mm, this is something here, and they made a series out of it. And obviously, Happy Days went on to be a huge wow. smash for ABC for me. Until it jumped the shark, which we talked about last week. <laughs> that's, that, that's, when it he actually dropped. jumped the shark. <laughs> that's right, when Fonz jumped the shark. So if you're just listening to this episode, it did not listen to episode 79. This is episode 80. No, this is 81. We're shooting now. Oh this is gosh. on episode 80 was the Jump the Shark. Go back and listen to Jump the Shark. So, yeah, so uh, good stuff there. Uh, and that is what I have in the world of wow. pop culture history this Got week. Like everything. Okay. Yes, we sure did. Quick pop culture announcement, then. Go ahead, please. He said it. And now it's coming to pass. The great Hugh Jackman, who made the yes. Wolverine uh, role hmm. famous of the X-Men, uh, who laid down that role a couple years ago, and one of his biggest regrets was not being part of the cinema, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, and mm-hmm. being in the Deadpool movies, is getting his wish. He is reprising that role in Deadpool 3, coming in 2024. Um, not the huge biggest Deadpool guy here, but man, I can't wait to see that because I mean, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine and I am excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you go through, that could even be a segment we talk about it, but of all the characters that play, you know, actors that play characters, mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman is, it's like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Uh, Chris Evans is Captain America. That should be a good Robert subject. Downey is Iron, and so on and so and forth. Yeah, Superman, yeah, let's do that. yeah, Superman. You can argue a little bit. Sure. Batman, maybe a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackman just like Lil Wayne just so perfect. Superman. <laughs> sure, there you go. Yeah, maybe Mickey oh, really? Rooney. Hey, everybody. Be pissed then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use the new technology to bring back Mickey Rooney as Dave Superman. Chappelle and Superman. That'd be great. I like that. There's nothing wrong hey, with that. Mother- <laughs> Get out. Of here. <laughs> Ah, yeah, that's exciting news. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, the Deadpool stuff is almost too over the top. It's over the times. too over the top. They could bring it back a little bit; it'd be good. Yeah. I mean, come on, man, just stop. Yeah, but like you say, I will definitely watch it with Hugh Jackman's Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in it. I'll watch it. I don't care what it is. I'll watch it. Even a Nick, even a Nick Cage movie or something. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll go back and watch. Hugh Jackman as yeah. as Wolverine. Wolverine. All right. Go ahead. That's that's right. No, no, that's it. Any announcements, uh, Keith, that you have before we uh, wrap it up? Everything here, so. is quiet on the Western Front. No shows. Mm-hmm. Got back to rehearsal with a couple of my bands, and uh, you know, slow moving right now. So uh, I'll keep you posted. Okay, sounds good. So I'll remind everybody again to see me on Convincing Idiots, another show I do with Dean and Nick, a pop culture podcast. I need to visit we'll you guys. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah we'd love to have you anytime. Uh, find us out there on podcast platforms and also, again, on the Boss Code Media Network and YouTube. Find yeah. us out there. And, well, in Skinner's absence, <laughs> we have to do a... <laughs> 
We're gonna do an outro. I, I knew you were waiting for this moment. We're doing. Yep, we're doing an outro in honor of uh, in honor of uh, Skinner since he's not here to do. Now again, he's he, why well, he's sick. Now he did tell us specifically yes. is this he got sick with the Nick Cage drive-in movie marathon mm-hmm. under the weather. He said he's still, you know, painstakingly practicing his outro. He's cr- continuing to hone and craft That's the his. That's the true. Yep, absolutely. So just he he wanted to come on. We love you, Skinbo. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to come on, but he said, "No, let's just rest the voice." You know, we don't want to mess up the uh, mess up the vibe here and yeah. everything else with the intern. So uh, he's good right, about so, that. I mean, he's a, he's a trooper, but he he yeah he won't hurt the show. You know, and, no. and, I, and, I, and I admire that in him. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, so in honor of Skinner, I'll say we're the guys from Gen X. The actual uh, Gen X guys. That's right, the actual Gen X guys. That's right, and we appreciate your uh, eyes uh, uh, at listening and your ears watching us. Yes, and when he says uh, we, he means us, the guys from Gen X. That's right, exactly. No other guy. That's it. Just us. <laughs> Nobody else is is of as much significance in Gen X uh, as as we are, of course. Uh, so for Keith Porter, Mike Skinner, Senior, resting at home. And me, Brian Fish Fisher. We thank you for tuning in. Check out new episodes every week on your favorite podcast platforms, YouTube, and watch our video segments on the Boss Code Media Network. We appreciate your support, and we say, say, stay strong, Gen X. Hey, I want to say thank you to Christavus Dominic for a great yes. ride on WMVU.org. We're sad to see you go. We're sad to see us go. But we want to say thank you so much, man. It was an awesome ride, and uh, we'll still be in touch. Good call out, sir. Thank you for that reminder. Thank you so much. Long live WMVU and reality football. And the Empire. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Death Star. Catch you next week. Finger on my face. (laughs) Freaking batters, dude. Hamburger helper lasagna. For your family. Authentic Italian taste. Hearty robusto. But not too spicy, eh? Hamburger helper lasagna turns your plain hamburger into a delicious Italian meal with authentic Italian taste. Curly Italian noodles, rich tomato sauce, and a better blend of spices. Hamburger helper lasagna. Helper hamburger helper. Make a great meal.